It's time for some Carlton Knight basketball. We're at Cy Melby Hall on the campus of Augsburg College in Minneapolis, Minnesota. As the Augsburg, or excuse me, Augsburg University. <laughs> I forgot. It's been a while since they changed the name to Augsburg University here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we're looking forward to a good game. It's always good when these two teams get together. You've got an Augsburg team that is coming off a 112-54 loss to St. John's. That's right. Monday they lost up in Collegeville, 112-54. I believe it was the Johnny's home opener, if I'm not mistaken. They lost to a very good Gustavus team here last Saturday, 93-61. So they're on a two-game losing streak. They want to end that tonight against these Carlton Knights. Carlton coming off a double overtime win over St. Olaf on Monday. My, oh my, was that a lot of fun. After losing to Gustavus by 14, they defeat Claremont Mud Scripps, a top nationally ranked team out in California during the Thanksgiving break, 83-75. Lost a thriller to a also nationally ranked Pomona Pitzer team by three, 67-64 on that trip after losing their season opener at home in the conference to St. John's 74-72. They beat North Central University on a very poor shooting night, 57-50 in their season opener. So Carlton comes into this game with a 3-3 overall record. They're 1-2 in the MIAC. They're 1-1 away, they're 1-1 at home, and they're 1-1 on a neutral floor as the Carlton Knights and the Augsburg Augies about set to do battle here. Augsburg comes into this game with a record of one and three in the conference and they are three and four overall on the season. Also going on tonight, St. John's is at Concordia. That's a couple of unbeatens going at it up in Moorhead. Gustavus is at McAllister, and McAllister has kind of surprised me a little bit in some of the games they have not won. St. Olaf is at Hamlin tonight, and St. Mary's travels to Duluth. <laughs> That's from one corner of the state almost all the way to the other corner of the state. Uh, St. Mary's is in Winona, Minnesota. St. Scholastica is in Duluth, Minnesota. That That's a long, long haul to make that trip. Saturday, by the way, we will be at home. Carlton will be hosting St. Scholastica. It'll be a 3 o'clock tip-off. We'll have it for you right here on KDHL Radio. Let's see if I see any Augsburg Saturday game. I think that's the only game. Nope, Augsburg's at home against St. Olaf on Saturday, so... They're playing the two Northfield schools back-to-back are the Augsburg Augies. Augies are warming up on the hoop to my right. They come into this game averaging 76 and giving up 91 points a game. Of course, that 112 blow-up by St. John's doesn't help the defensive stats at all. And the Carlton Knights come into this game, interestingly enough, scoring as many points as they've allowed exactly They've allowed 408. They've scored 408. So they're averaging 68 a game on offense, 68 a game on defense. I'm sure they'd like to... I mean, the defense looks like it's pretty good. The offense still has some work to do, and 
believe me, it's early in the season. You're not going to be peaking this time of the year unless maybe you're the Johnnies. I mean, they look pretty good. But Carlton came ever so close to beating them, right? Their closest game so far has been two. Uh, Carlton in the league down in Northfield at West Gym. It, Miles Frisch got a pretty good look at the top of the key for the final shot. Had it gone in, Carlton would have won that game. And the Johnnies would have been tagged with a loss. As it is now, they're undefeated, but they're in Concordia where the Cobbers are undefeated. So that should be an interesting game. We'll try to keep you updated on all that. MIC scoreboard doesn't always update scores real quickly, but uh, I noticed on Monday they got updated fairly quickly, so hopefully we'll be able to give you some of that information during our broadcast here tonight from Cy Melby Hall in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we're just a few minutes away from the tip-off of tonight's game. Carlton, as I mentioned, comes into this game averaging 68. Their shooting percentages, well, I'll just read them for you. 39% from the field, 29% from three-point range. The free-throw line has been their saving grace. They get there a lot, 74%, but they've given up a lot of free-throws too. In fact, their opponents have shot five more free-throws than they have, which is not normal for a Carlton team to have that uh, many fouls. They have had 92 fouls on their opponents and 98 on themselves in six games. But they've scored four more points than their opponents from the free throw line. Their opponents have only two more three pointers. Their opponents are shooting 30% from three point range, 29% for Carlton. Overall from the field, Again, defense has been pretty good. They're only giving up 41% for a shooting percentage. They have given up one more field goal than they have. And uh, 39% is the shooting percentage for the Carlton Knights. Assists, a plus 11 for Carlton. Turnovers, they've had 22 fewer than their opponents, so they've forced 22 more. And their steals are up 20 over their opponents. Couple of impressive statistics for the Carlton Knights. For the Augsburg Augies, they are shooting 43% from the field, 29% from Freeland. Their opponents have 19 more threes than they do. At the free throw line, they are 69% and have shot, let's see here. They have, they have shot 30, they have made 36 more free throws than their opponent and they have shot 60 more free throws than their opponents. Averaging 69% from the free throw line. Rebounds, they are a minus two on the glass. Carlton is a minus three on the glass coming into this game. Offensive rebounds, a minus four for Augsburg and a minus four for Carlton. A lot more fouls on the Augies, but they've played more games, right? They've played one more game, so it's kind of hard to tell. They are in the assist category, a minus 32 in turnovers. They have committed 16 more turnovers than their opponents. In steals, their opponents have 13 more steals than they do. As I said, the Augies are giving up 90 
90.1 points per game, basically, or no, 90.7 points per game, basically, and their opponents have scored 76.1, but, you know, I don't know, do you throw that 112 from St. John's kind of out the window? I don't know. It's a game. It's a conference game. You really can't throw it out the window. So both teams have gone down to their respective locker rooms. Jeremy Beckler is here. Carlton fans, the uh, outstanding All-American who graduated last year from Carlton and helped lead them to the regular season and postseason championship and also to the NCAA tournament. (laughs) It was nice to see a big smile on his face as he walked into the gym here. He's here watching. And uh, wish I had a headphone with me so I could have grabbed him for halftime, but I... I don't have it with me. I have to remember to bring that. Maybe we'll catch him along the... You know, we got plenty of Metro games. I don't know if he's, you know, lives near here or anything like that. But, uh, you know, you got a lot of schools pretty close to each other. Hamlin and McAllister. And, of course, Augsburg here. All in the Twin Cities. So maybe we can catch him one of those times. Our broadcast tonight is the service of Amesbury Truth, where every part counts. Carleton College and Federated Mutual Insurance in Owatonna. The Carleton Knights, the Augsburg Augies, MIAC Conference Basketball. Of course, assistance for Carleton to Ryan Kershaw in his second season, the reigning MIAC Conference Coach of the Year, are Tyler Gray and Steve Knutson. And the Augsburg Aggies are coached by Aaron Grease. He graduated from Colorado College in 93. It's his 19th year at Augsburg. He's 24th overall. He has 255 wins here and 326 overall. His assistants are Darnell, Darnell Claban of Pittsburgh State. In his second year, Raymond Kidd out of Augsburg. Graduated in 09 his third year. Caleb Evans from Concordia St. Paul, 2018 graduate in his second year. And Bakari Konate from the University of Minnesota. Graduated 2015. He's in his first year as an assistant here for Coach Grease at Augsburg. Certainly appreciate all the hospitality here at Cy Melby Hall as well. I did have a hot dog. It was pretty good. I had potato chips with it. And they didn't charge Metro prices, believe it or not. I mean, the chips were only a dollar and the hot dog was three dollars so a hot dog and chips for under five dollars in the twin cities i would say is a really good deal. every part counts at amesbury truth and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team as the leading provider of window and door products in north america amesbury truth has a part for you right now they're hiring and those positions come with competitive wages benefits and plenty of opportunities too so you never stop growing isn't it time you open the door to a career at amesbury truth get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers carlton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007 approximately 57 percent of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation and 21 percent of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation it's another reason why carlton develops life 
lifelong learners. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. That's right, the Carlton Knights warming up on the hoop to my left. The Augsburg Augies are pretty much in front of me because uh, the hoop to my right is a lot closer to me than the hoop to the left. We are at about the volleyball attack line on the floor, right? The volleyball attack line on the floor. A massive Augsburg Augie logo at midcourt. They've got a pretty cool outline of Minneapolis that graces the floor on each sideline. It's pretty cool. It's dark grained wood around the three-point line to the lane, which is lighter. It's lighter at midcourt. The outline is in dark wood. Here at Augsburg College where the mats behind the baskets are maroon with white Augsburg lettering and a gray outline. The Augies are wearing white here today with the maroon numerals, gray outline, and the Carlton Knights are in their road blue with the maize trim. Primarily blue, some white on their uniforms as well. They got the C on the side. Right now they got their Carlton warm-ups. Three officials here tonight. I don't see them listed on here, but they may introduce them. Who knows? As they're coming over and exchanging pleasantries with the coaches. And we're just about set to get this one underway. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I think there's gonna be a recording. I don't see any bands here or anything. A recording of the national anthem, I do believe. As we are set for the anthem, I believe.
to bring you this MIC conference tilt from Cy Melby Hall on the Augsburg University campus in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Spencer Getz, Alex Gibbons, Luke Harris, Sam Coling, Matt Banovets on the floor. Or Carlton. Trent Gomez, Jalen Deering, Colin Mead, Austin Jensen, and Will Blaschek will be on the floor for Augsburg. So it looks like the freshman's going to jump the center here. Coling will be going up against Jensen. Jensen 6'8". Coling is 6'5". As they stand... At the Augsburg logo and the Augies win tap. Deering will bring it up. Passes the top of the key. Carlton in the, the man defense. They help very well. Bounce pass inside is kicked. They'll reset the shot clock to 20. And they'll inbound the ball underneath their own basket, the Augies. Again, left to right on your radio dial. Carlton right to left. As Deering gets it on the left wing, they get it top of the key. The basketball swung to the right side. Couple of left-handed dribbles between the legs. Shoots the three and misses. Rebound taken down by Harris. Such a good rebounding guard. He does so many things well as he brings it across midcourt with a right-handed dribble. He'll pass it on the left side to Gibbons. Top of the key to Getz. Really sag on Getz. Pass goes to the right side. Harris, good ball movement here as Harris gets the ball back. Not over dribbling. He bounces it into Banovitz. Banovitz wants to go to the basket. Almost lost it. There's six seconds on the shot clock. Three, two. They're going to have to launch a shot at the buzzer. And he did. Banovitz, but he missed it. So Augsburg feels very good about their defensive set. Just as Carlton did on theirs. No score yet. Deering passes it. Now gets it back on the handoff. He's on the left wing being guarded by Harris. He passes it way on the top of the key, guarded by Coling. Now they get it out front to Blaschek. Blaschek tried to cross over and another kick. Going to be called. They go back to 20 seconds again. Hey, 
Inbounding the ball, Jalen Deering, the junior, six foot from Minneapolis, went to Hopkins High School and came here from Bemidji State. He'll shoot the triple, and it's good. So Deering gets the first bucket of the game, and it happens to be a triple. Three-nothing Augsburg. Harris brings the ball up. He'll pass it on the left wing to Gibbons. Back to Harris. Harris goes down the lane, goes up off glass, and scores. Three to two as Deering brings it across midcourt. Well, you know they watched a lot of film and they know that he likes to go down the lane and they still couldn't shut him off. Left baseline under the basket. He's too far under the basket. They get it out front. Deering another three. Bang! He hits another one. They're going to have to pop out on him. He didn't have a hand in his face. Either one of those. As Harris brings it across midcourt, right to left on your radio dial. He'll hand it off to Banovitz. Left side is Gibbons. Gibbons looks to dribble penetrate. Rolling to the basket, Banovitz gets it right side. Now they get it to Banovitz on the left side of the lane. Banovitz is a smaller guy on him. He didn't make him pay. They get it out front to Gibbons. 18-footers no good. Rebound taken down by Blaschek. 6-2. Augies lead it. That was a travel, no question about it be a turnover there as he shuffled the feet before he put a ball on the deck Banovets will inbound it right in front of his coach to our right here at Cy Melby Hall as Luke Harris will bring the ball up right-handed waist-high dribble across the Augie logo it's a couple of high screens Gibbons pops out left to get the ball Banovets sets a screen for him he rolled to the basket did Banovets they didn't pass it to him. They do to Harris as he flashed the basket. Missed the layup. Gets the rebound. Tries to go back up. It was blocked, I guess. And coming out of there with it is Augsburg with the basketball. Well, it did look like there's a little contact there. It's coming back the other way is Augsburg, and they lose the ball out of bounds. 6-2 is our score. As Harris brings the ball up with a right-handed waist-high dribble on the far side. He dribbles and drops it off for Gibbons. Holding gets it back to Harris. Harris looks. Gibbons looking to post up. Really getting physical. His defender much smaller than him. Gibbons bullies his way to the basket and scores. And he'll be fouled. Boy, the man defending him was at his mercy there. The foul's going to go on Trent Gomez. He's six feet tall from two har- harbors. Gibbons is 6-4, so he really took advantage of that mismatch as he got him down on the block. Coach Grease, I think, is telling his team we got to help in those situations. His free throw is no good. Short rebound tapped out by Banovitz. Coling takes it down, gets it back out front to Harris. So far, Carlton shooting 33% from the field. Banovitz. Couple of left-handed dribbles trying to get to the basket. They'll pass it underneath to Getz. He'll shoot the layup, score. There was a hand in the net that time, but no call. It's 16-23 to go first half. It's now 6-6. Vlasic has the ball stolen away by the freshman. Goes back the other way. Layup, no good, but the putback is good by Banovitz. Good job to follow by Banovitz in the turnover turns into points for Carlton they're up 8-6 for the first time the lead pass goes on the left side they want to get their way to the basket shot in the lane is scored by Colin Mead 
the senior from Rochester, went to Lourdes High School. He's 6-5. Handoff goes to Gibbons. Back out front. Coling gets it right side. Harris now on the block to Gibbons. Gibbons, again, the much smaller six-footer on him. Shoots over him and misses. Rebound taken down by Augsburg. Lob pass is going to be thrown out of bounds by Deering. It was not a good post-entry pass. <laughs> So it ends up in a turnover. Let's see if Carlton can take advantage. We're tied at 8. 15.25 to go first half. Harris brings it up. Passes it left side to Coling. They get it on the block to Gibbons. The Connecticut man goes in the paint. They've switched a man on him. Nice dump off there to Getz. Getz has Gomez on him. The six-footer. Banovich wants to go to the basket. He's shut off. They get it to Getz. There's five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds. And they're not going to get the shot off. Coming back the other way is Augsburg. Young man who just checked in. Elias Batala, 6'2 freshman from Apple Valley. Went to Eastview. Shots up no good. Rebound taken down. Luke Harris has it on the left wing. Harris dribbles. Stops at the free flying. Gets it left side to Gibbons. Gibbons back out front to Harris. Harris being guarded by Deering. Nice pass by terrific pass by Harris to the freshman. Coling, he just kissed it off window, left side. That was an awesome pass by Harris, who not only leads the league in scoring, but also prior to the last game anyway, assists. We'll check out those leaders at halftime. We're going to have a follow called on Carlton's Matt Banovich. Gibbons is going to sit down. Chuck Sweat's going to check in. Miles Fritsch is in the game. As Banovitz will get a breather. 10-8, Carlton leads it. Pass comes in at about the top of the key. They swing it on the right side. Does Augsburg. Deering has it. Looks to dribble, penetrate, goes in, shoots it up. No good. Rebound taken down by Sweat. He'll hand it off to Harris. Harris brings it up the near sideline. Wants to get in attack mode. Nice bounce pass again for the layup. Another awesome pass by Harris. To Coling, who just flashed to the basket right there and got the easy bunny. 12-8. Carlton leads it as Augsburg trying to get toward the basket. They go down the lane. Shots up. Too strong. Rebound comes down to Harris. Harris passes a two-hand chest pass to Sweat for three. It's long. Rebound. Frisch back up off glass. It's good. And Coach Grease is not a happy guy right now. It's 14-8. Carlton. And they're on a 6 nothing run. Out front with the basketball is Gomez. He'll pass it to Deering. Back to Gomez. Way out front. Bounces on the left side. And Deering's got a couple of threes here. And that's been most of their offense. At the free throw line. Pass comes back out to Deering. Deering goes with five seconds of the shot clock right to the basket and scores. They make it 14-10. And that ends a bit of a drought for the Augies. Harris on the left wing. Looks to draw. Oh, and he lost Deering big time. Pass the right side. Fritsch for three, and it's bottom of the net. Miles Fritsch hits the triple. And the Carlton Knights have a 17-10 lead with 12.51 to go in the first half. The Knights are shooting 50% from the field. 50%. They just got their first triple in this one. They're one for three from Treyland. 50% shooting for the Augies as well. Turnovers, kind of the difference as they were at St. Olaf. 
Augsburg's got four turnovers. Carleton, it says here, has Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. 17-10, Carleton leads. Already with three assists, Luke Harris. Only two assists accredited to the whole Augsburg team. Those are only assists accredited to the Carleton team, too. Harris also has four rebounds to go along with his couple of points. Coling has four points. Banovets has a couple rebounds, a couple points. Everybody has scored except Sweat, who's been in the game, and Sweat hasn't been in there very long yet. Remember, this Augsburg team gave up 112 to St. John's in their last game up in Collegeville on Monday night. Augsburg comes out of the timeout. They call the timeout. Let's see what play they called. Trying to get the ball into the postman. It gets intercepts. Another bad post-entry pass. That's their second one. Harris brings it up. Dribbles to his right. Looks to find somebody open. He'll pass it over to Getz. Now to Sweat in the corner. Back to Getz on the right wing with a yellow. Yep. The Mays Tennies. Getz passes it on the left side. Harris goes down the lane. Kicks it on the right side. Coling wants to get to the basket. And oh, what a great move. He just absolutely lost the big man in <laughs> a little drop step spin and scores to make it 19-10. Man, he's good now, waiting a few years. Hope I'm around to see it. Handoff goes to Gomez. He'll bounce it underneath to the postman. It's another turnover. It's coming back the other way. Harris, coast to coast, layup is good. It's 21-10, Carlton. As they are just causing all kinds of turnovers here on the Augies. Here's a triple, and it's good. Well, you tip your hat when they do that, right? Caden Scales, a senior, six-footer from Richfield, Minnesota, went to Eastview High School in Apple Valley scores. Harris passes it under the basket to Getz. Getz was going to go to the basket. Now he goes in the lane. He's still in the lane. Turnaround jumper's good by Getz. Didn't panic. Was as cool as the other side of the pillow as he hits it. It's 23-13. Carlton leads. Bounce pass on the right wing. In the game is Batala again. Gets it way off front to Rabay. Isaac Rabay is the big junior 6-6 post player. We got another knock away of the ball. Banovitz is going to check back in. Coling's going to sit down. Harris is going to have a breather. And in the game is Gabriel Cummings for the Carlton Knights. Cummings is a 6-2 sophomore from Long Beach, California. Of course, Banovitz is from Minneapolis, went to Holy Angels. 6-7 senior. Pass comes in. I think they're going to call a foul on Fritch. So they did. They called a foul on Miles Fritch. They'll inbound it again. They line up like dominoes, left side of the lane. Now two guys are going to come out. 
toward the free throw line as they separate. Lob pass comes in to Bate. The handoff out front. Pass comes top of the key. There's 14 seconds on the shot clock. 15 footers, no good. Rebound is going to be off of, they say, Bate. Fritsch was boxing him out pretty good. Miles, a 6'1 senior from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. As Cummings brings the ball up. Passes it to Banavets, fakes the handoff, gets it left side to Fritsch. Fritsch gets in the lane and missed the little finger roll. The ball's going to come down, and they're going to have a tie-up, and the possession arrow is going to go to Carlton. Gibbons is going to check in here, Alex Gibbons. Alex, the senior, 6'4", from Connecticut. Gets going to sit down. Pass comes in to Banovets, gets it back. Gibbons for three, it's bottom of the net. 10.20 to go, first half. Carlton, 26-13, they doubled him on the scoreboard. Ms. Scales brought the ball up. They get it top of the key, here's another three. It's no good, rebound taken down by Augsburg. Sweat had pretty good positioning that time, but couldn't get the board, and now... Fritch knocks the ball away from Scales. Scales calls a meeting at the uh, <laughs> at the end line, and they're going to they're going to quickly break out. It's 26-13 Carlton with 9:59 to go in the half. Carlton shooting very well here. A couple of right-handed dribbles by Mead. He'll hand it off to Scales. Other side shots blocked by Gibbons and taken down by Batay. He wants to get his way to the basket. He does get his way to the basket. He missed the basket, but they're going to say he was fouled. They called the foul on Chuck Sweat. So Isaac Rebay, excuse me, is a 6'6 junior from Hastings, Minnesota. He makes it. He also went to Jamestown before coming here. He's a transfer. They have a transfer on this roster from Bemidji State as well and St. Cloud State as he missed the other one. You know, some of these guys might be Metro guys who wanted to come back home, didn't like going on the world campus. You, you just never know. Banovitz top of the key, one dribble. He'll get it over to Fritch. Fritch drives right, hands it off to Gibbons. Back out front to Banovitz. Banovitz takes one dribble. He'll hand it off to Gibbons. Ten seconds of the shot clock. Oh, another triple by Gibbons. And he, he's shooting lights out here early. And Scales brings the ball up. 29-14 Carlton. They already have three threes. Here's a steal. Ahead to Fritsch. Layup is good. 31-14 Carlton. We still have nine minutes to go in the half. Coach Grease is really... Looking perplexed. Scales, moving screen not called. Shoots the three, no good. Rebound taken down by Sweat. He'll pass it ahead to Cummings. Brings it across midcourt, leaves it for Fritsch. Fritsch stops. Banavets set a screen for him. Now they get it to Gibbons on the right wing. He gets it out front to Banavets. Banavets will dump it off in the lane to Sweat. Little push in the back there. They get it over to Gibbons. Gibbons looks to dribble penetrate. Gets under the basket, turnaround fadeaway's good, and Gibbons has got the hot hand right now. 
8.24 to go. It's 33-14. When you're the hot hand, you just keep shooting. Scales has it. <laughs> Here's a long three, and I mean that was from way downtown by Augsburg's Colin Mead, the senior from Rochester Leward High School. 33-17. There's a drop off to Gibbons. Off the dribble, left-handed pass to Fritch. Top of the key, Gibbons again. Bang! He hit another one. It's a triple. And it's 36-17. He's got 13, and it's all within the last few minutes. He's been red hot here lately. Oh, my. Bounce pass goes on the block. Bay wanted to... Well, he went right, and then he went left, and now I think they called the foul on Sweat again. So at the free throw line is going to be Rabay, Isaac Rabay. He's a 6'6 junior. Harrison Coling getting ready to check back in here with 7.37 to go. The free throw is good. Carlton's out rebounded this Augsburg team 13 to 6. Seven turnovers for Augsburg and only two for Carlton. As they double him on the scoreboard and he makes the second free throw. 36 19. 7.35 to go. Harris hands it off to Cummings. Coling gets it back to Harris. Left-handed dribble. He'll lob it underneath a little too far for the freshman. Augsburg comes out of there on the third turnover. Here's a shot. Oh, and a block. And they're going to call a foul on that. Wow. That looked like a clean block. Wow. That looked like a really good block by Banovitz. He gets called for his second foul. Man, oh, man. The free throw is going to be good here by Batala, Elias Batala. He's a 6'2 freshman, went to Eastview High School in Apple Valley, Minnesota. He's got a sleeve on his left calf. And the second one runs in. 36-21, Carlton. Harris will bring the ball up. Got his right hand bandaged as he brings it up across midcourt. Passes it to Gibbons. Gibbons to his left. Back to Harris. Harris, a couple of left-handed dribbles. Looks. Wanted to bounce it to Banovitz. The ball got knocked away by Augsburg. With 7.04 to go in this half, Carlton is really shooting well. They're at 67%, 40% for Augsburg. Harris will inbound it underneath the basket. He'll pass it out to Gibbons. Now to Banavet. Swings it over to Cummings. Back to Harris. Great ball movement. They get it over to Gibbons. Gibbons, who's been the hot hand, is going to try and operate in isolation. Gets in the lane. Kicks it back to Harris. Harris had the pocket pick. That was quite a picket of the pocket by Batala. Batala gets it back. He's quick. Gets in the lane. Toes one way, then the other. Oh, my gosh, they called another foul. (laughs) 
This one's on the freshman Coleman. So at the free throw line is going to be Elias Batala. Takes a couple of dribbles, bends the knees, eyes the mark, pulls the trigger, and comes up short. From the free throw line, Augsburg is now 5 of 7. Carlton is 0 for 1. Normally they get to the line a lot. They haven't needed to because they're shooting so well here today. They're 4 for 6 from three-point range are the Knights. And it's good. 4 for 8 is Augsburg. 36-22, double-digit lead for the Knights. Harris hands it off to Gibbons. Out front, Coling. Back to Harris. Dribbles to his right. Pass it to Gibbons. They get it to Coling on the baseline. On the baseline. Elbow in the back. Gets it out front now to Banavet. Swings it on the right side to Gibbons. Gibbons has Thomas on him. Here's the three. It's an air ball. He'd been so in the zone. It was saved inbounds. There's two seconds on the shot clock. Then Banavets is going to shoot and miss it. There's been a few times now that that shot clock has wound down as Thomas brings it up with six minutes to go in the half. Augsburg looking for a run here. Shots up, it's no good. Rebound, Banovets went high and got, came down with the ball. Both hands, I love it. Harris, far sideline, switches to the left hand. He'll hand it off to Banovets in the lane, goes through, drop steps the other way. Left-handed shot, no good. Rebound taken down, coming flying up for Augsburg is Blasek. They get it in the lane. Shots going right to the basket is Batala. So Batala takes it right to the rack. And they do have their little run going here. It's 36-24. Remember, it was 36-18 at one point. So a 6-0 run for Augsburg. Harris has the top of the key. Batala's on him. He drives to the right. Nice flash to the basket. It's stolen away by Augsburg. Coming back the other way. Blaschek goes in. I think he was going to stuff it, and Banovitz blocked it. Carlton's going to come back the other way. Harris passes it across to Gibbons. Gibbons' left side stops, is shut off, and they're going to have a foul as Thomas tried to steal it from behind. Or, excuse me, Gomez. Gomez tried to steal it from behind. The freshman from Two Harbors, Minnesota. Scales is going to check back in. Batala gave him some quality minutes there. Deering's going to check back in for the Augies. Fritch is in for Carlton. Harris will inbound it. On the floor with Getz. Coling and Sweat. 4.55 to go in the half. 21 seconds on the shot clock. As Getz dribbles in the lane. Throws up a floater. No good. Rebound hitting the deck was an Augsburg Augie and now it's going to be a turnover. Deering comes flying up the floor, gets it on the right side to Scales, top of the key, open three, it's no good that was part way down and it popped out then we're going to have a foul called on Rebay four minutes 37 seconds to go last couple minutes well, been a little cold after being real hot. They're at 57% now from the field, which still awfully good. But it was at 67. Sweat gets it out front, gets. A little underhand pass to 
Harris, there's 11 seconds on the shot clock. Sweat top of the key, under 10. Here's a three by Harris. It's in and out, no good. Rebound taken down by Augsburg. They're going to call foul on Harris. Is coming flying out of there with the ball was Will Blaschek. And Augsburg's going to be in the bonus here. And they've got three fouls to give. Four minutes, ten seconds to go in this first half. It's 36-24. It was 36-18. As again, Blaschek will be at the free throw line. Takes a few dribbles, twirls the basketball, and hits it. That's what's keeping them in the game. He is uh, The team is 7 for 9 from the free throw line, and Carlton is 0 for 1. And the second one rims in. Did have some fingers in the net that time, but not enough, I uh, guess, to call a goal 10. Or a basket interference, I guess, is what it would be called. Frisch gets it out front. Harris has it on the right side. A couple of left-handed dribbles. He'll pass it out front now to Getz. There's nine seconds on the shot clock. Harris looks to dribble, penetrates, spins, shoots the shot, missed. Rebound comes down to Augsburg. And the coldness continues as Deering will bring the ball up. Boy, they were playing so well. (laughs) And they were so hot. It wasn't going to stay that way the whole game, you know. So Scales hands it off to Deering. Deering dribbles left, spins, throws the shot up. It's no good. Rebound Harris. Harris has the ball knocked away. It's another turnover. It's a 10-point game. It's going to be a single-digit game in a heartbeat here as he scores and is fouled. Scoring is Meade. And just that quickly, we're in a single-digit game when it was 18-point lead not that long ago. It's been a very long drought here for Carlton. Carlton has been scoreless for 4 minutes and 39 seconds as he makes the free throw. It's 36-29 scoreboard opera initially put the point on Carlton. Well, we'll take it. Gibbons gets it out front. Coling on the right side. Harris dribbles to his left. Suddenly, the shots aren't falling as Banavets will pass it in the corner. Coling now to Harris. Harris. And we're again, the shot clock winding down. They get it into Coling, the freshman. He's trying to find a way. Misses it off glass. Augsburg comes out of the fray with it. Pass goes underneath the scales. He'll pass the top of the key. They'll get it inside. Little lean in. Shots up. No good. Rebound taken down by Getz. Getz gets it over to Harris. Harris thought he might go in attack mode there. He stops. Shoots the three. A big triple by Harris. Ends a very long drought. They had gone scoreless five minutes and 27 seconds before Luke drains the triple to put it back up to a 10-point lead. 39-29, Carlton here Carleton at College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carlton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant. And classes small enough, 
who offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners two minutes 24 seconds away from halftime it's 39 29 carlton that was a monster triple that luke harris just made and man do they need that they were without a field goal for five minutes and 27 seconds prior to that it was 36 18 it's now 39 29 as deering will bring the ball up He's on the floor along with Meade and Scales. As the handoff goes to Blaschek. They get the ball dropped off to Jensen. Pass comes back out front. Deering to his right. He passes on the left side. Two minutes to go. Shots up and it's good. Straight on. Hitting it is Scales, the senior from Richfield. It's 39-31, Carlton with a minute 50 to go in the half. Pass goes to Getz. Now Banovitz, top of the key, hands it off to Harris. Harris gets it to Getz, now to Gibbons. Gibbons was red hot earlier. They get it to Banovitz on the block. He's going to muscle his way toward the basket. Shots up, and it's rimmed in off glass. A minute 27 to go. Deering out front. Blaschak gets it back top of the key to Jensen. Now Scales dribbles to his left. He looks to dribble, penetrate, gets it under the basket. Beautiful pass and scoring is Blaschak. That was awesome. 41-33, Carlton leads. It looks like this is going to be a high-scoring game. Minute to go in the first half. Obviously, Carlton on pace to get into the 80s here. As pass goes to Getz. Gets 51 seconds, seven seconds and six and five on the shot clock. Pull up jumpers, no good by Gibbons. Rebound taken down by Carlton. They can get this to under eight with 38 seconds to go. 23 on the shot clock. The handoff goes to Scales. He'll pass it over to Deering. Deering gets it on the basket. He was wide open. Shots up, no good. Missed it. Rebound taken down by Harris. They can go for the last shot here. With 23 seconds to go. And they are going to go for the last shot here, it appears. 17 seconds to go in the half. 41-33, a triple here. But, of course, get them back to a double-digit lead. As Getz with five seconds. Oh, nice pass. Beautiful flash to the basket. And it kicks off the window by Gibbons. Gorgeous team basketball there. It's 43-33, Carlton. At the half, we'll take a look at those first half statistics right the after Carleton these Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. 
Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Our score here at halftime, the Carlton Knights on top 43-33. Their biggest lead was 19 with 8.27 to go in the half. In that final 8.27, boy, there was a lid on the basket or something. All of a sudden, after they were red hot, I remember looking at the uh, live stats and telling you they were shooting 67% at one point. Here at the half, they're still pretty good at 54%, but they were at 67. They are 5 for 10 from Treyland. Three triples by Gibbons. He was red hot for a period there. He leads scoring with 15 points. Six for Coling, seven for Harris. Harris has quite the stat line in addition to his seven points. And he's only taken seven shots. He has five rebounds and three assists as he played 17 minutes in the first half. Coling also 17 minutes, three rebounds. He's got two blocks. As Carlton ended up with seven turnovers matching Augsburg. Remember, seven to two it was at one point. So they had five turnovers. And during that stretch when they couldn't score. And usually that's <laughs> kind of the case, right? Anyway, Gibbons, 6 of 10 from the field. He's 3 for 4 for three-point land. He is the only guy who's even shot a free throw for Carlton. That's right, they're 0 for 1 from the free throw line. And 9 of 11 is Augsburg. That's what's keeping them in this game. 43-33. Personal fouls. For Augsburg, only 3 and 8 called on the Carlton Knights, and evidently most of those were when they were shooting. That would tell you all those free throws anyway. <laughs> Looking at the paper stats, points off turnovers, Carlton 10, Augsburg 6, points in the paint, Carlton 26, Augsburg 10, second chance points, Carlton 9, Augsburg 1, fast break points, Carlton 9, Augsburg 4, bench points, the Augies 13, and Carlton 7 as our score. Here at the half is Carlton 43, Augsburg 33. Augsburg had a lead to start the game. A couple minutes into it, they had a four-point lead. That was erased rather quickly. As Carlton punched it up to 19 at one point. But the best scoring run of the first half belongs to the Augies. They have a 12-point run during a time there in the first half. 
the time with the lead, 14.51 for Carlton, 2.14 for Augsburg. And you know what I think about that stat. <laughs> the only, only lead that matters is the one in the end. It doesn't matter how long you have the lead. If you have it in the end, you pick up the W. That's all that matters. 43-33 is our score here at halftime. So again, running down the scoring for Carlton. They are led by Alex Gibbons. Gibbons comes into this game. The fourth leading scorer on the team. He averages six points a game, and he's got 15 here at halftime. He was just lights out hot. Six of ten, three of four from the three-point line in the first half. Could not miss. He had 15. Again, seven points for Luke Harris. Seven points for Miles Fritch, the senior from Eden Prairie. Six points for the freshman Coling from Michigan. Four each for Spencer Getz and Matt Banovitz. Banovitz has four rebounds. Getz has four rebounds. As Carlton is out rebounded Augsburg 20 to 12. They have eight offensive rebounds to three for the Augies. So they've done a nice job boxing out here in the first half. That has to continue and see if they can be a a little more consistent on offense. They had that incredible run. I didn't expect them to shoot 67% the whole half, but, you know, if they could stay at 54%, I think the chances are pretty good for a victory. Some of those other hustle stats. In the first half, by the way, there was one lead change and two times where the game was tied. For Augsburg... They shot 40% from the field, 40% from three-point range, and again, they were 9 of 11 from the free-throw line. That has really kept them in this. 0 for 1 from the charity stripe is Carlton. They shot 54% from the field, and they're 5 of 10, 50% from Trayland. We'll take a look at some of the Augsburg individual statistics right after Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners 
Well, let's look at some of those Augsburg individual statistics. Again, the score here at halftime at Cy Melby Hall, the campus of Augsburg University in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Carlton leads it 43-33. to For Augsburg, leading in the points department, they got pretty good balance here. Meade's got eight points. Deering has eight points. Five points for Batala. Five points for Scales. Rebay's got three, four for Blaschek, and that's the scoring uh, for the for the Augsburg Augies. So let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six guys scored. They're 33 points. And for Carlton, four, five, six guys scored. They're 43 points. 10 of 25 for the field. That is 40% for Augsburg. They're 4 of 10 from Trey Land. And they are 9 of 11 from the free throw line. Again, Carlton was 0 for 1 from the charity stripe. 0 for 1. Now, again, remember I told you some of these stats before the game. Coming into this game, the Augsburg Augies had their opponents with a considerable number of 38 more fouls. So this is kind of normal for them. 38 more fouls by their opponents than them. They had been out-rebounded by two on average by their opponents. Carlton came into this game a minus three on the glass. They're a plus eight here at the half. The free throw department, they had shot 36, or they made, I should say, 36 more free throws than their opponents and shot 60 more free throws than their opponents, shooting 69% from the line. Carlton comes into this game having made four more free throws than their opponents and shot five fewer free throws than their opponents, shooting a very good team percentage of 74%. Uh, if you remember the first game against Central, the uh, that game was not so good, but they've been very good ever since at the charity stripe. Again, next broadcast will be Saturday. St. Scholastica comes to West Gym on the Carleton College campus. We'll get underway at 2.45, a 3 o'clock tip-off. And these Augies will be playing the St. Olaf Oles, the other Northfield school. That'll be right here, I think, at Cy Melby Hall, a 3 o'clock start. Other games going on today. We'll try and check them out. Right after Since this. the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Owatonna's rich history and all that Owatonna has to offer. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Let's check out that MIC conference scoreboard, see if we got any scores to report. (laughs) 
There's an untimely cough there. And for some reason, I uh, don't know why, I punched the MIC scoreboard and something else popped up on the screen. Tell me that makes sense. It doesn't. So it's doing its thing. Hopefully its thing is going to give us some scores. Hamlin leads St. Olaf 38-36 over at Hutton Arena in St. Paul at the half. In women's basketball, Hamlin in the third quarter leads St. Olaf 38-27. In women's basketball, St. Scholastica 35, St. Mary's 19. That game's down in Winona. In men's, Gustavus trails McAllister over at the Leonard Center in St. Paul, 47-36. That's interesting. In men's basketball, St. Mary's leads St. Scholastica 54-41 up in Duluth. In women's hoops, St. Catherine 40, Bethel 21. That's over at the Butler Center, College of St. Catherine. In other women's basketball, Gustavus at the half leads McAllister 43-13. Boy, those Gusties are really good on the women's side. They are undefeated. That's at Gus Young Court in St. Peter. College of St. Benedict at Concordia should be over by now, but there's no score reported. There's no score reported in the St. John's versus Concordia men's game, which should have just gotten underway, but there's no report of any of that information. Again, here at Cy Melby Hall, Augsburg University, it's 43-33 as Carlton leads when we get this second half underway. Gordy Cosfeld with the KDHL Sports Microphone. Great to have you along again on Saturday. We'll have St. Scholastica coming to Carleton. If I remember right, we got a game next Friday, a rare Friday night game. Carleton goes and plays Bethany Lutheran. So Oxford is their starters back on the floor. Colin Mead, Austin Jensen, Will Blaschek, Jalen Deering, and Trent Gomez. And for Carlton, it's Spencer Getz, Sam Coling, Matt Banovets, Alex Gibbons, and Luke Harris. Augsburg gets the ball to start the half. They can get it to single digits here again. And uh, they lose. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I thought it was off the leg of the Augie, but I guess not. So Augsburg will inbound it underneath their basket. They're going right to left on your radio dial. Carlton left to right. Carlton in the blue and the white. And Augsburg in the white with Maroon. Driving baseline, getting right under the basket, but missing the basket. And now he's having a hard time around the basket. (laughs) I thought he had three seconds. He falls down with the ball, and they're going to call a foul on Carlton. going to be on Banovitz. That's his third. Forty-three, thirty-three. Daring's going to lob it in to Jensen. They hand it off. 
Gomez under the basket, shots up, trying to, and it was blocked from behind by Coling. The freshman rejected, oh, great pass by Luke Harris to Banovets. Terrific pass, led him right to the layup. That was awesome, 45-33. Nothing fancy, just awesome. Shots up, 18-footer, no good. Rebound taken down by Gibbings, as taking the shot was Gomez. Harris now with a basketball. We'll pass it left side. Gibbons for three. It's short. Rebound taken on by Getz. Back to Gibbings. Goes in. Lots of contact. No call. Layup is good by Coling. Carlton's probably thinking, what do we got to do to get to the free throw line? We've been there one time, and Augsburg's been there a lot. Pass goes on the block. Turnaround jumper's good. Off glass by Jensen. Somebody had to talk with him at halftime because he's a lot more aggressive here than he was in the first half. Harris passes it off the dribble to Gibbons. Out front to Getz. Swings it right hand. Two chest pass to Banovitz. Off the dribble. Scoop pass out to Coling. As Harris gave it up. Gets it back. Shoots the three. It's no good. Rebound Banovitz secures it. Back to Harris. Harris looking, looking. Gets it to Gibbons. Gibbons fakes the three. He's going to dribble left and right. Scoops it back to Harris. Harris goes, oh, and a great dump off. Layup is good. Harris again with a great pass. Pass ahead. Augsburg goes right to the basket. Misses the layup. And Getz is off to the races. He'll pass it off to the left. Banovitz three is good. Banovitz hits the triple. And it's 52-35-17-48 to go. Here in the second half, Deering with a between-the-legs dribble. Left hand gets it to Gomez. Bounces it inside to... Oh, my, another foul is called on Carlton. Going to be on Getz. Seventeen thirty-nine to go. The Aggies will inbound it. No corner give no corner give Deering gets it in the corner. Here's a three by Gomez. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Banovitz. I love the way that man secures it with both hands. Banovitz passes it to Getz. Back to Banovitz. He'll shoot the triple, and it's short. Rebound comes down off the chest of Jansen. It's picked up by Gomez. Gomez brings it up. Pass it left side. Blaschek shoots the three. It's short. Rebound taken down by Carlton. Here's the outlet to Harris. Layup is good. He just released on the shot and got the easy layup. And it's 54-35 Carlton. See if they can keep it up as Deering dribbles to his left step back. Swings it on the right side. You know you get a, get a run from the other team. You always do. Deering's going to shoot a three. It's no good. Rebound. Ooh, how was that not a foul? As the pass goes in the corner and bringing the ball up, Banovitz gets it ahead to Harris. Harris is going to pass it underneath to the freshman. Colding tried a reverse shot. It's rejected by Augsburg. Deering in the open floor goes in the lane, shoots it off glass and scores. A little jump stop there with 16.30 to go. It's 54-37, Carlton. Harris passes it left side, Banovitz. Out front, Getz swings it over to Gibbons. Gibbons, Coling, gets it on the right side to Harris. Harris to Getz. Getz looks, looks, dribble penetrate, scoop it behind him. There's nine seconds on the shot clock. Gibbons with seven seconds, goes in the lane. Now there's five. Coling goes in aggressively, misses the shot. 16 minutes to go in this half. Deering will bring the ball up for Augsburg. It's 54-37, Carlton. Deering will lob it in the corner. 
Now they get it back on the right side, back to Deering. Deering's going to dribble penetrate. Harris stays right with him. He missed the shot. And we have a foul, I think, on Augsburg this time. Going to be on Austin Jensen. So Gibbons is going to get a breather. Fritch is going to check in. Coling, the freshman. Certainly not playing like a freshman. That was awesome. That aggressive move to the hole. Sweats in the game. Along with Fritch. As Banovets gets it over to Getz. Now to Sweat. One dribble hands off to Harris. Top of the key. He'll stop. Get it back to Sweat. Now they get it to Banovets. He'll shoot the three. And it's bottom of the net. Another triple. And Carlton is raining triples here tonight. Got seven of them. Deering stops in the paint, shoots, misses. Rebound yanked down by Fritch. And Carlton's off to the races again. Pass goes left side. Harris transition three. It's short. Rebound taken down and then knocked away. Almost stolen by Banovets, who has to be careful. He's got three fouls. Deering looks to bring the ball up. He switched from the left to the right hand. Gets it on the left wing. Now they get it back top of the key. Bounce pass goes on the baseline, knocking it away. Banovet shots up off glass, and scoring is Meade. And there's not much Banovet could do. He's got foul trouble there. He didn't want to get another foul. Handoff goes to Sweat. 57-39, Carlton. They had a 19-point lead in the first half. Frisch gets it out front to Banovet. Banovet swings it right side. Here's a shot from three. It's good by Sweat. So Sweat hits the triple. The eighth triple of the game for Carlton. They had been struggling from three-point range. It's good to see him hit some. Here's the triple, no good. Rebound, Meade took that one. Rebound taken down by Sweat. He'll get it ahead to Harris. Harris with a right-handed waist-hand dribble. Gets it to Banovitz. He's feeling it. He hits another triple. Matt Banovitz. He's got a heat check there. 13.50 to go, 63 to 39. They're shooting lights out. We got a foul under the basket. Carlton is shooting 54% from the field. I'm going to refresh this and see if that's accurate. Yes, it is. They're 9 for 18 from Trainland. They're still 0 for 1 from the free throw line. 63-39. That foul was called on. Here's a three by Getz. The foul was on Getz. Scales just hit a triple. He had some good minutes of the first half. As Carlton brings the ball back up, passes it on the right side to Sweat. He'll get it underneath. It's knocked away. Batala in the game. Shots up. Hits the bottom of the backboard. We're going to have a foul called. Going to be on Batala. (laughs) So Luke Harris will go to the free throw line. We're on the season. He has scored 47 points from the free throw line. In six games. He swishes that one. 
He'll have another. Cummings getting ready to check in, and he hits that one. So Luke's going to get a breather here with 13-21 to go in regulation. It's 65-41. Carlton leads. Back on the floor is Scales. He has a sleeve on his left elbow. Bounce pass comes in. They get it underneath the basket to Meade. Meade jump stop. Shots rejected by the freshman. And it's going to belong to... Well, I thought that might have been a jump, but they're going to say it belongs to... Well, maybe it was, and it's uh, arrow goes to Augsburg. No corner, John, no corner. John, no corner. John, no corner. As the pass comes in, under the basket. He's too far underneath. Elbows his way to the basket. <laughs> he stuck an elbow right in the ribs of uh, <laughs> the defender to get himself a little space that time. My, oh, my. Sweat dribbles to his right, gets it in the corner. Carragher looks to dribble, and he stepped out of bounds. 65-43. Carlton leads with 12.46 to go. Yeah, they're on pace to get into the 80s for sure. Is a steal by Sweat. Sweat comes up and makes the layup. Gomez was chasing from behind. More points off turnovers for Carlton. One of the key statistics for them in their win over St. Olaf on Monday as well. One right-handed dribble. Gomez gets it on the block to Meade. Meade guarded by Sweat. Meade looks. One way goes the other. It rolls off iron. Rebound taken out by nobody at it. in the middle of the floor. There's about eight bodies on it. And a timeout's called by Augsburg, and I don't know how they had possession of that ball, to be honest. <laughs> there, were, there were about five guys grabbing for the ball, and Augsburg gets the timeout. 12 minutes, 11 seconds to go, but Carlton's got the lead. They're up by 24, 67-43, but remember, they were scoreless for five minutes and 37 seconds on the first half when an 18-point lead got down to single digits. So it's not over yet. There's a lot of Every time. part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Well, shooting percentages are 40% for Augsburg and 54% for Carlton. With 12-11 to go in this one, their Carlton Knights are well out in front, but again, there's a lot of time left. Deering is not on the floor at the moment. Pass goes, it's intercepted. Frisch comes up the floor for Carlton. The senior leaves it for Cummings. Back to Fritsch for three. It's bottom of the net. Miles Fritsch hits the triple. And it's 70 to 43. Scales look to dribble penetrate. Gets it to Badala. Badala's looking. Fakes right. Goes left on the baseline. Goes up off glass. Another foul is called on Carl. It's going to be on Fritsch. Going to the free throw line is Batala. Batala is not uh, shot a free throw. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's three for four. Looked at the wrong column. Swishes that one. He'd be giving him some quality minutes in this game. He's got, in 15 minutes, seven points. Make that eight. Or nine, excuse me. So Gomez is going to sit down. Back in the game is Blaschek for Augsburg. Gabriel Cummings, Chuck Sweat, Miles Fritsch, John Carragher on the floor for Carlton, along with the freshman Colling. Fritsch goes up off glass. Here comes the other way, the Augsburg Augies. Pass goes in the corner. It's going to be a triple. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Colling. He's off to the races. Pass it ahead to Carragher. Carragher on the right wing. Gets it back out front. Frisch is on the left wing and gets it. Top of the key. Carragher looks. Dribbles to his right. Now between the legs. Now to his left. Gets it to Fritsch. Top of the key. He'll dribble to his left. Gets it over to Carragher. Fakes the three. Goes inside. Shoots the 10-footer. It's no good. Rebound. Colling. What a board. Back up. Missed it. Oh, my. Pushing the back, no call there on the Cummings rebound. Now they get it on the left corner. Carragher goes baseline. He got too far underneath, but they're going to call a foul, I think, on Augsburg. Finally. <laughs> Meade's going to sit down for Augsburg, and coming in is Noah Lair. He's a junior, 6'3", from Invergrove Outs. Heights went to Rosemont High School here in Minnesota. Sweat out front to Carragher. Carragher is a senior, 6'3", from Glencoe, Illinois. And Zito just hit a triple. Brandon Zito, the 6'1", junior from San Marino, California, just hit a triple. <laughs> Everyone's going to be involved in this one. It's awesome. 72-45. As Augsburg, there's another triple, and it's no good. Rebound taken down by nobody yet. It goes off of Augsburg. And body language speaks volumes right now. Will Blaschek sauntering down the court with his head down. Ten minutes to go in this one. It's 72-45. Banavis getting ready to check back in. Cummings passes it over to Coling. Now gets it right side to Carragher. Carragher fakes right, goes left. He'll shoot the three. It's an air ball. Rebound taken down by Sweat. Gets it back out. Carragher, another three, and it's bottom of the net. I love it. Right after shooting the air ball, gets to the front of the basket and drains it. It's beautiful. 9.38 to go. <laughs> Handoff goes in the lane. He'll back up with it. Scales. He gets it back on the left side to Batala. Batala might have traveled. They're going to call a... Tra that is a travel on that side. I thought he traveled before that, but Banovitz is going to check in for Sweat with 9.21 to go on this one. 75-45, Carlton. Getting the score at halftime. was forty three thirty three. 
as Carragher goes right to the basket and scores off the window. 77-45, Carragher with five points off the bench. Ball's kicked by Carragher that time. Trying to get it on the baseline was Scales. Scales is going to sit down. Deering's going to check back in. So Deering back in the game for Augsburg. Eight minutes, 51 seconds to go. 77-45. Carlton leads it. Batala goes right to the basket. He scored, and they're going to call another foul. Going to be on Cummings. So at the free throw line again is Batala. This guy's quick as he hits the next or the free throw, the only free throw. He hit the bucket. <laughs> 77 to 48. He's got 12. 15 for Banovitz. And ten, here's a lay in by Banovitz. Now at 17. 10 points for Coling. The freshman shots up high off glass by Deering. He scores. It's 79-50, but right now Augsburg can't afford to be trading baskets. They need stops. There's Carlton. Cummings tried to pass it to Banovitz. It's stolen away, coming back the other way of the Augies. A drop, step back three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Carragher. He'll get it over to Cummings. Up the far sideline with a left-handed dribble. Gets it in the corner. Banovitz for three, and it's no good. Rebound taken down by Deering. Deering in the middle of the floor comes flying up the floor. Pass on the right side. Almost turned it over. They bounce it in on the block. He turns to face the basket. A foul is going to be called on the freshman, Coling. As checking in here for the Carlton Knights is Christo. Poladero actually Poladoro he's from uh, Minneapolis went to Southwest High School pass under the basket shots blocked by Banovitz it was kicked no call thrown ahead Poladoro now they get it underneath Coling the guy went up in the air he scores the basket and he's fouled in the process They called the foul on Isaac Rabay. Rabay, the 6'6 young man from uh, Hastings. And so Coling has a chance for a three-point play the old-fashioned way. If he makes it, he'll have 13 points. As he takes one dribble and makes the free throw. So Coling makes the free throw. He'll get a breather as Sweat checks back in with seven and a half minutes to go in this one. It's 82-50, and Carlton might repeat what St. John's did. Being at 100 would not be outlandish here. We're not even seven minutes, seven minutes left in the game. The pass goes through the, uh, he dribbled through the lane. A lot of isolation here. Shots up and scoring is Meade as the pass comes into Cummings. Cummings will bring it across midcourt. Deering is on him. He'll dribble to his left after going right. Banovets 
as Deering jump on him. He dumps it off. They get it in the corner. Zito for three, and it's no good. Rebound tie in the air. Meade went to get that one. Oidoro was right there with him. As in the open floor, Meade's going to dribble to the basket, gets underneath, shoots the shot, misses. Rebound is tipped around, tipped around, taken down. Polidoro has it. Polidoro will pass it over to Zito. Zito back to Polidoro. He'll hand it off now to Banovitz. Banovitz right side to Zito. Sweat dribbles to his left through the lane. Now right, whips it over to Zito. Zito dribbles to his right, misses an 18-footer. Falls tapped out of bounds. It'll belong to Augsburg. 82-52, Carlton. They led by 10 at the half. They led by 19 at one point in the first half. Had a 5-minute and 37-second scoring drought in the first half. And they have not had that even substituting rather freely here in the second half. Up by 30 with 6.12 to go. Here's an interception of a pass. More turnovers. Going in sweat. Layup good. There's six minutes to go. It's 84-52 as Deering runs it up the far sideline. Deering between the legs. Dribbles to his right. Long-range jumper is bottom of the net. That young man hit two triples in the first half. I don't know why he doesn't shoot more. Polidoro brings it up, passes it to Fritch. He'll swing it over to Sweat. Sweat has Zito in the left corner. And it knocked away, gets it back, passes it over to Banovets. Banovets, who has 17 points, had some foul trouble, is out front. Looks to dribble to his left. I don't understand all the hands that go on these days. Pass goes across the lane. Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by nobody yet. And they're going to call a foul on Carlton again. It'll be on Polidoro. And in the bonus is Augsburg. 5.18 to go. Meanwhile, only three fouls have been called on the Augies this half. So at the charity stripe is Batala. Elias is a freshman, 6'2", from Eastview High School, Apple Valley, Minnesota. And he missed the free throw. Rebound taken down by Zito. Polidoro to Fritsch in the open floor. Goes in, layup, scoop up, no good. Rebound put back and in by Banovitz. Banovitz is at 19 points. His career high, I believe, is 25. Pass comes out front to Deering. Meade kind of bullies his way to the basket. Scores off glass. Carragher getting ready to check back in. Coling getting ready to check back in for Carlton. With 4.50 to go and an 86-56 lead. Polidoro goes in. Well, I don't think they called a foul, but they're giving the ball back to Carlton. So Banovitz is checking out. Coling's back in. Harris getting an extended breather here. He had his hand all bandaged, so I'm sure he's not complaining too much, <laughs> especially the way things are going. Deering's going to shoot a triple, and it's bottom of the net. I told you, that guy had to shoot more. He just hit his third triple of the game in four shots of three-point range. Zito hands it off to Polidoro. He dribbles to his right, backs up. Pass it out to Zito. 4.17 to go, looking to dribble. 
is Sweat. He gets helped up as he's fouled by Meade. So checking in here for Augsburg is going to be P.J. Pounds, the freshman 6'7", from Minneapolis, went to Hastings High School. Which is interesting because it's kind of a St. Paul suburb, is it not? Anyway, 86-59 is our score. Pass comes into Coling. He'll hand it off to Polidoro. Back in the corner, Coling, the freshman, fakes the three. They want to move that ball. Zito, top of the key. Dribbles to his right. Gets under the basket. Misses. Rebound taken down by Augsburg. Deering comes flying up the floor. They pass the top of the key. Gomez back in the game. Shoots. Misses. Rebound taken down by Coling. Coling just took down his seventh rebound of this game. Banavitz has eight of those. He had a double-double his last time out, his fifth time of the season. And I don't know if we'll see him the rest of this game. 3.42 to go. Cummings checks back in. Sweat will have a breather. You may not see Banavitz the rest of this game. and He's two rebounds away from a double-double. It'll be a sixth of his career. Pass comes in. Polidoro gets it over to Carragher. Polidoro Zito has it. Zito was going to throw it in the corner, I think. So Polidoro will inbound it right in front of the Carlton bench. He bounces it into Zito, swings it over. Now they get it in the corner. Four seconds on the shot clock and dribbling out of bounds is Kerrigan. That is the 10th turnover by Carlton. And there have been 12 on Augsburg. As Pounds hands it off, gets the ball back. Ball is knocked away by Zito. They say it belongs to Augsburg. Three minutes, 17 seconds to go in this one. Looks like Carlton's going to pick up their second win in a row in the conference after opening the season 0-2 in the conference. Three is, well, I thought off the top of the backboard, but I guess not. They have a foul called on Carlton. 3.12 to go. Going to be on Cummings. Gabriel the sophomore, 6-2 from Long Beach, California. Of course, Luke Harris hails from Piedmont, California. Is at the free throw line is Rabe. Rabe's free throw's no good. Rebound pounds. Out quicks calling to it. Under the basket. Shoots. Misses. Rebound tapped out of bounds. Belongs to Augsburg. Well, he may not get to 100 now. Sweat checks back in. Of course, all subs are in the game for Carlton. 86-59. As Cummings will bring it up with Deering on him. Hands it off to Carragher. To Sweat. Top of the key. Sweat swings it left side. Polidoro now to Zito. Sweat sets a screen for him. Zito thought he might go to the basket. He didn't. Left side Carragher for three. It's bottom of the net. Carragher hits a triple. And he's got eight points off the bench. Deering. Crossover. In the lane, shoots from the free throw line, misses, rebound, Sweat yanks it down with both hands. He'll hand it over. 
to Cummings with two and a half minutes to go, 89-59. Polly Doro leaves it for Sweat, swings it left side to Carragher. Carragher on the doorstep of double digits, Sweat three, no good, rebound Deering. Deering passes it ahead. He's gonna go all the way to the basket and another foul is gonna be called on Carlton. Two minutes, 14 seconds to go. Chances are they'll be in the 90s. Will Carlton. As good to see the offensive onslaught here, the breakout a bit. Missing the free throw badly that time was Batala. 89-59, and the free throw is good. Swish. So the Knights will have Cummings bring the ball up. Left-handed dribble, waist high, switches the right, hands it off to Polidoro. One dribble left-handed. He'll dump it off to Sweat between the two circles. There aren't really two circles here, but that describes it a bit. Carragher miss, fakes the three, goes in, shoots, and scores. Double digits for Carragher. He's got 10 points. Deering might have traveled. Throws the ball up off the bra bracket. <laughs> Minute 47 to go. It's 91-60. Carlton. Breaking out on offense. We got a hold away from the ball. Be called on Rabe. Torsay a foul to give here. That's his third foul. Deering has 17 to lead Augsburg. 13 for Batala. As Carragher dribbles one way, then the other. On the right side of the lane, gets in the lane, goes up and missed it. Rebound taken down by Pounds. Pounds brings it up. Looks. To score, being guarded by Zito, he'll lob it in, leads him right to the basket for a layup. 91-62, Carlton, with a minute nine to go in this one. Seven points now for Rabe. As Cummings, with a left-handed dribble, will pass it to Sweat. We're under a minute to go in this game. Carlton picking up their second straight win in the conference. Ball's rejected as Polidoro went in. It was swatted away by Pounds. Ninety-one sixty-two, fifty-three seconds to go. Carlton is shooting fifty-one percent for the game as Sweat misses a long-range jumper. Pounds comes flying up the floor, goes all the way coast to coast, and lays it in. 91-64. So Zito brings it across midcourt. Zito will bounce it over to Polidoro. 30 seconds to go in this game. Everybody who's played has played well. Here is Olay, and he thought about a stuffed in sweat, but he just laid it in, and it's 93-64. Yep. Well, 
It's a convincing win here for the Carlton Knights. Here's a handoff triple. It's no good. Is in the game is Nick Hendler. He's a senior from Shakopee. Went to Holy Family Catholic. Stands six feet tall. Your final score is going to be 93 to 64. 93 to 64. The Carlton Knights run away literally from the Augsburg Augies and they only shot four free throws the entire game Augsburg was 13 of 18 for the free throw line Carlton was three of four three pointers 12 of 26 was Carlton that's 46 percent five of 20 25 percent was Augsburg the Knights shoot 51 percent for the game and again a lot of playing time for a lot of guys the lowest number of minutes the lowest number of minutes in the game was eight. That's the lowest number of minutes that they got recorded in here in the game. Eight by the bench for Carlton. I'm sure Coach Kershaw is going to come back here in a little bit. He's going to have a lot to say about how well his bench played. Carlton here. ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton develops lifelong learners. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Well, your final score again in this one is 93-64. Carleton had six players in double figures led by Matt Banovitz, who had 19 points in 25 minutes and 38 seconds. 15 by Alex Gibbons. He played 18:37. 13 by Sam Colming, the freshman. He played 28 minutes and 52 seconds. 11 points for Luke Harris, who played 23-23. Harris had quite a stat line, though, along with those 11 points. He had six assists, six rebounds. 
Carlton out-rebounded Augsburg 46-31 in this game. They had 16 offensive rebounds. Carlton was 3 of 4 from the free throw line. Augsburg was 13 of 18. The other guys in double figures, 10 points each off the bench, both of them. Miles Fritch and John Carragher each scored 10 points off the bench. And Chuck Sweat had 9 points off the bench. Sweat had 5 rebounds and 2 assists as well in his 21 minutes and 48 seconds. 10 points for Carragher and 1045. That's pretty darn good production. And 10 points and 1504 for Fritch, who also had 2 rebounds. Zito came in. Played 10 minutes and 43 seconds. Had two points, two rebounds. Poliodoro played seven minutes and 46 seconds. He had a rebound and an assist. So everybody got on the stat sheet for Carlton in this game. As they won it by a score of 93 to 64. Augsburg had three guys in double figures, 17 points for Jalen Deering, 14 for Colin Mead, and 13 for Elias Batala. 93-64, we'll be visiting with uh, Coach Kershaw here shortly here, courtside at Simelby Hall on the campus of Augsburg College in Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth, and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners. Well, Ryan Kershaw, the head coach of the Carlton Knights, is going to plop his tail on the Augsburg Augie cushioned seat. You've sat on that seat before, right? I have sat on this seat. I've been in this gym for many games in my life, Gordy, <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of great memories here in this in this gym. And and uh, just very appreciative of the time that I got to spend here at Augsburg and the people I got to work with. A lot of them are still here and uh, always have good memories coming back here. Well, boy, you're going to have a good memory of this game. Everybody that played, played well. Everybody got in the stat sheet. That was really fun to see. And, uh, yeah, just just a up and down, you know, to have to look at the stat sheet right here and to see seven guys in double figures. I don't remember the last time a Carlton team had that. And, uh, yeah, I, I think the things for me are keys coming in. You know, um, rebounding has been something. You and I talked about that after the St. Olaf game, and particularly in the first half, and it's just been something that, we had to work on, and in the first 10 minutes, 
of the first half here, our guys were locked in, and their focus and their just mentality was was terrific. And very proud of them. Great to see that. Um, and and Luke Harris. Um, and I can go up and down the list here, but uh, you know, I look at Luke, and he had probably his lowest point total of the year. He had 11 points, but, but those, he played an outstanding game. Yeah, those he passes, played, some of he those played passes, an and particularly early in the game, and just getting other guys involved, sharing the ball. And we've been working on that, and just our our overall movement and kind of flow, and and it's just been a little a little stagnant, and and uh, it was fun to see fun to see that tonight. Very 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 uh, very pleased and very proud of the whole team. Yeah, he was a stat sheet stuffer. He's always a good, been a good rebounding guard, you know. He, he just is tenacious. I mean, he's just tenacious. He's such a competitor. I say it all the time. It's not like a broken record, but, but uh, that kid's such a competitor. If there's a ball, it's a 50-50 ball, there's a good chance Luke Harris is going to come up with him. He doesn't. Matt Banovitz or Spencer Getz or Chuck Sweat probably will. So, uh, so yeah, fun fun team to coach, to say the least. Yep, John Carragher comes off the bench, gets double digits in the game, and that had to be fun to watch. I thought he played well the, the previous times John, that he's been on the floor. You know, if you ask the guys on our team, they'll tell you John is, and he asked anybody that's played in our program the last couple of years, they'll tell you John is a very, very talented player. And unfortunately, he's had some injuries that he's dealt with pretty much his whole career. Um, and he's just kind of working himself back a little bit right now. But when he gets an opportunity, I mean, what you saw tonight is what he's capable of. And, and you know, I've been telling him, you know, John, we're going to need you. And uh, there will be games coming up that will be a little maybe tighter than this one that we're, we'll need him in his offense and his scoring because he's a very, very talented player. And it was fun to see him fun to see him kind of break out a little bit tonight. Yeah, the whole team did shooting-wise. That was refreshing to see the freeze go down, right? We've been, we've been waiting for that, and I think a lot of that just has to do with our movement. The quality of shots that we got tonight, you know, was was so much better and higher, and, and you know, taking more open ones instead of the kind of contested ones that we've been you know, we've, we've been taking so far, and I think for the 26 threes that we had, I think a, a vast majority of those were pretty open um, and not as contested, and, and uh, just, just really fun and, and uh, satisfying to see. 54% shooting for the game. Very good. We'll take that. We'll take that. The way, the way we defended, the way we rebounded, um, we'll win a lot of games if that's the case. Your opponent, 38%, tells me you deed it up pretty well, too. Yeah, I mean, they, they, like these guys, like they're young. It's a different It's a different team. Aaron has a lot of new, new players, um, and so they're just kind of trying to figure it out a little bit, but they have some really explosive players offensively, and... I thought our guys did a good job. I mean, they were pretty locked in from an assignment standpoint and executed pretty well. And, and uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty fun to see. You uh, didn't need to get to the free throw a lot, three for four. They were, let's see, 13 of 18. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, they, uh, that's been the stat that they've been dominating teams. Uh, they lead the league in, in free throw rate and getting to the league, uh, getting to the line, and they don't foul a whole lot either. Um, and so we kind of knew our thing was like, let's get it inside. Let's play inside out, break the paint, get the ball inside, get it to Matt, get it to Spencer, get it to Gibby when we have some matchups. And I, I got to say that about Alex Gibbons, too, in the first half that he had. Boy, was he hot was, there. was great. Him. And that's we kind of waiting a little bit for him to break out. We, we know how talented player he is. He's offensive. You know, he was an all-conference player a year ago. And, and uh, to see that in the first half was, was, was really fun to see. And I tell you what, this Matt Benevitz is such a cool customer. I mean, there are people hammering on him all the time, but you never see him say anything about it. No, he's a tough, he's a tough kid. And you, you got to worry about the introverts sometimes, the guys like Bano that, that, don't, say, that don't say much. But uh, when, 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 the, uh, when the ball is between the lines and he's out there, like he's as focused, as intense as anybody. And um, very happy to have Matt Banovitz on our team. And I have to tell you, Ryan, if I were going to have a video and show somebody how to rebound, I would show them a re I would show them a video of Matt Banovich because good. he goes be a good up place with to start both hands yep. and brings the ball down. He does. Yeah, that was good to 
That was great. And, uh, you know, he uh, eight rebounds tonight, five assists, 19 points, two steals, two blocks. That's a that's a that's a pretty good game there in 25 minutes. <laughs> I'd say so, too. Well, next up, you have a home game. We do. We do. Home game. We play St. Scholastica. Uh, who's been playing better, and uh, they, they were up, I think they were up maybe 15 or 16 on Augsburg uh, in the first half, maybe a week or so ago, something like that. Um, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll have our hands full in that one for sure, and, and uh, very good to see the guys play play the way we did tonight, and, and uh, you know, hopefully we can come out and, and do the same thing here on, on Saturday. Now, I know you didn't have in mind getting 100 points, but it could have happened tonight. I mean, you played everybody, so that yeah. didn't happen. I'm not saying that's why you played everybody, but I'm saying you could have scored 100 like St. John's did against these Augies. Oh, yeah, and, and St. John's, offensively, those guys... Uh, <laughs> they're ballers. They're, they're, they, they got a lot of guys that can... That can uh, and yes. so do we. So do we, too. And yep. We played a lot of minutes on Monday, too, so it was good to get, you know, for our starters to not have to play a ton of minutes, you know, for Gibby to be at 18 and for Luke to be at 20. I mean, that was, that was good to see those guys because they all played over 40... Uh, some guys played 40 plus on on Monday in a quick hey, turnaround. Did so. you believe Ryan that that was the first double overtime game that St. Olaf and Carlton had ever had in over you know, 200 I've, I've, meetings? I've been a part of a lot of those games, well, and yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> I did not I did not realize that. That's that's uh, that's an amazing that's an amazing statistic, and uh, I felt it. I felt the stress of it for for all 50 minutes of it, and, and certainly glad that we came came out on top. I think it was. I think I counted. It was my 76th St. Olaf Carlton game. Gordy, I think you got me. 76 is, I think you got me there. You know, 38 so years good. I did, you know, yep. 17 with St. Olaf and now 20 yep. here for, for Carlton. So Very cool. I believe that's it, 70. I think I, I think my math is right. Anyway, Ryan, we'll see you Saturday. Thank you, Gordy. Great yes, to see you. Have a great you. night. Absolutely. We're going to look forward to that on Saturday. <laughs> that's our broadcast here tonight, folks. Again, a big thank you to Carlton College and Amesbury Truth and also Federated Insurance. Have a 